Hey guys, welcome to New Paradigm Intimacy Podcast. Today on the show, I have Crystal Taylor, and she's the Tantric Yogi. She's going to share with us a little bit about how spirituality and sexuality can come together. She's got lots of experience in Tantra and yoga, and she's going to share some of her wisdom with us. So I hope you enjoy. Hello guys, welcome to the New Paradigm Intimacy Podcast. I'm here with a lovely Crystal Tantric Yogi today. And I am going to ask her a little bit about what is the difference between Tantra and sacred sexuality. And we're going to explore a little bit about that topic. So Crystal is a certified Tantra yoga instructor and she it specializes in educating and supporting individuals towards sexual wholeness. And she's been teaching yoga since 2011 and practicing Tantra since 2015. She has a very unique coaching approach and that involves sharing ancient Tantric yogic philosophy, ancestral practices, as well as our own central yet down to earth techniques. So I'm very excited to have you on today, Crystal. I'd love to hear, um, yeah, just a little bit about yourself and um, yeah, how this pathway opened up for you. Yeah, so I just wanna thank you for having me, Victoria. So a little bit about me. Um, well, I like to call myself a Tantra coach because I like to assist people in becoming whole, specifically with their, um, their sexuality and connecting that with their spirituality because that's a lot of times where we um, are most broken or feel or the, the part of our consciousness that we kind of neglect the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to um, really move forward in a big way or a significant way before you, um, if you don't address that. So, um, so I use my background in yoga and Tantra to help assist people, you know, when they are developing and, and as human beings and wanting to heal. Um, I practiced yoga, like you said, for about uh, probably about 10 years. And what happened is I have a background in athletics. So I was a track runner. Um, I did some post-collegiate running um, and I had issues with my hips. I had SI uh, SI joint dysfunction, sacroiliac dysfunction. I also, um, during that time of doing post-collegiate running, and discovering I had SI joint dysfunction, I also took yoga teacher training as a beginner. And so what happened is as I was running and learning about yoga and practicing yoga and having these injuries, I started to get really intentional about healing um, my hips so that I could run because I had extreme goals uh, like uh, Olympic trials and things like that and um, through yoga. And what happened is I started to unlock a lot of suppressed sexual energy that I didn't know was there, but it was in the context of like yoga philosophy and learning all this stuff. So I ended up, um, it ended up affecting my thoughts and my dreams and like a lot of symbolic things started coming up in my dreams. And I knew it had a spiritual context because I was learning about the chakra system and the energetic body. And so that's my background. And so I, and, and that further developed and. And, and let me down a rabbit hole of entering Tantra, which, you know, I learned about the feminine divine and how your sexual energy is very much integrated into your spiritual anatomy um, and understanding Kundalini and third eye openings. Um, and so that's my background and that's how I kind of came into Tantra. Um, and so when I work with people, I use yoga and Tantra to kind of assist in people, you know, with with issues varying from, you know, their sexuality 
to um, feeling more comfortable with their bodies or, you know, whatever they want to work on with me. Um, and a lot of it does usually revolve around wellness or, or just, you know, sexual issues in general. So that's kind of my background and what I do. Mm, amazing. I love that. Um, what I would love to ask and get an idea from you, you know, my understanding is that, you know, Tantra and sexuality are two very different games. They, you know, they, I can see how they're, they're complementing each other and I can see how you've really woven them together so beautifully. I'd love you to explain to our listeners, you know, what do you feel the difference is with, you know, Tantra and yoga and sexuality for you? Yeah, I think, you know, words are funny. <laughs> words mean things to different people. But I do think sometimes Tantra gets watered down to sacred sexuality and it really is a well-rounded spiritual science, just like Taoism or just like, um, you know, ancient spiritual practice, Buddha, things like that. So it's not just centered around sexuality. It's centered around just a natural path of science, you know, of learning how do we expand consciousness? How do we reconnect with the divine and finding out where we come from and what is our makeup? Tantra incorporates all of that. And the sole focus is always to reconnect with the divine and expand our, our spirit, you know, heal our spirit, just so we can reconnect with the one of where we come from. Um, where it comes, so when, so sexuality is involved in, is as an aspect of consciousness. Um, and a lot of times there is a lot of focus on sexuality because like I said, it's where we are most broken, but it's also how we got here. It's like the power of creation. It's also like the foundation of our spirituality. So it's really important to understand the workings of that. I think when it comes to our modern definition of sexuality, I guess it's our thoughts around sexuality and how we feel and how we identify um, when it comes to sex or desire or pleasure or um, how our, our relationship dynamics. So it's more, um, I think sexuality in modern terms kind of lacks the spiritual context and how we integrate it into expanding who we are spiritually. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that's the difference. Um, but Tantra in general is a science, it's just a science, like it's a science, a full science of, you know, of learning about God and who we are in relationship to God ourselves as a divine entity as well. Um, and continuing to, to use nature and, um, and, and, and the spiritual realm and everything that all the cards that we've been dealt to continue to understand and grow and work back towards, you know, God, the divine, you know, wherever we, wherever it is that we actually come from. Mm, beautiful. And, you know, you speak um, to like God in this concept and where do you feel that, um, you know, God fits into sexuality or Tantra? Would you want to speak a little bit to that? Where God fits in. So I feel like, um, I don't know if your listeners are familiar with the chakra system, but the chakras are, um, it's a system of kind of studying the energetic body. So, so they're hubs of, of energy that align along the spine. And there's more than six, but 
the six major ones are your root chakra that has to do with your body and survival and fears. Like there's, there's physical aspects and there's also psychological aspects to uh, characteristics of chakras, but all of these energies govern different parts, not only of our body, but also our psychology um, and our spirit. But you have the you have the root chakra, you have the sacral chakra, and what we can also call our sexual center. We have our solar plexus or our manipur. We have the heart energy of the heart chakra. You have the throat, and you have the third eye and the crown. That's seven, I think. Maybe. <laughs> but but um, all of these govern different layers of our spiritual body or our spiritual anatomy. Um, and so the sexual center the sacral chakra, our pelvic region, is a part of our spiritual anatomy. So that is, so that has, so your sexuality or your sexual center, which does not have to do with just sex, it has to do with your creative energy, your emotions, um, your understanding of your desires and also opposites, movement. It has the elements of water and change. All of those elements govern uh, are governed by your sexual center or your sacral chakra. And if we're talking about things in a spiritual and energetic context, we're talking about divine. We're talking about God, you know? So, so the idea is that um, when it comes to your, your sexuality as it relates to God, God has a sexual nature. And so, so do you, if not, you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't even be here. So, a lot of times we like to compartmentalize what's spiritual, you know, what's God and what, uh, you know, and then what I guess our more primal instincts are. But the idea is that God created us with these two, with these energies, you know, so God has a, a sexual side and that, that may not be a you know, for lack of better terms, how we understand sexuality, but we literally would not have sexual energy or um, a sexual side if God did not have that too, because we are a reflection of God or divine entities. That's how we exist. So um, that, I guess that's what I would say. It's kind of a broad topic, but yeah, you know, like it's, it's our spiritual makeup comes from God. And so if there's a sexual or primal desire um there is a a um that came from somewhere like we didn't just come up with it on our, our own like god created that as a part of as a reflection of also what god is as well and of course our our thoughts around and our perception around sexuality is not necessarily equal to god or the same but that natural energy that exists, that pure energy that exists, um, the zest of life, the magnetic force, that's very godly. That's a part of who God is as well. Or if not, we wouldn't be here and have it. Mm, it's very beautiful. Mm. Thank you. I'd love you to share with us a little bit about, um, you know, Tantra beyond sexuality as well. Like, what does that look like for you? I think Tantra beyond sexuality, again, is just about, you know, focus on the divine, understanding different aspects of who we are outside of just, of just sexuality. And it could be, you know, having to do with, like, if you break the, a lot of uh, Tantra 
and the, the philosophy is built around the chakra system. So I talked about the sacral center, but you also have your heart energy. So dealing with compassion and forgiveness, um, dealing with um, family and, um, and your relationship to the world and how you belong in the world, um, your voice and, um, and, and time. And so it's, it really is kind of understanding the world around you and being able to nav and giving you tools to navigate it at at um, its most efficient in its most efficient way, so that you can have the best kind of human experience. Because um, a lot of my thoughts on why we're born, which again, tantra is kind of a, a, a spiritual science to kind of understand that, like why are we here? You know, we're here to have an ex human experience so we can evolve and grow. Like the human experience is the only, the only experience that exists um, where we can kind of be in two different realms. Like our consciousness is within us, but it's also outside of us, but we also have a physical experience and that's very unique and that allows us to, to grow and evolve. Perfect. <laughs> mm. And so I'm seeing that there's, you know, for you, there's like a, it's almost like spirituality, the sexuality and Tantra, they're all coming together. And where does yoga fit into that for you as well? Yeah, so yoga, I started off with yoga. Um, and yoga, how it fits in is because Tantra is about taking every aspect of life in order to expand your consciousness and understand the divine. Our bodies are a big part of our experience and our spiritual path because it's the vehicle that allows us to have all these experiences, right? And so when it comes to yoga, yoga is really great because it builds awareness, body awareness of what you've been doing to your body through these experiences. So a lot of us, are completely unaware of what our bodies are going through and the experiences that we're taking our body through and our body has a natural wisdom of of um of kind of telling us you know your back is hurting because you're doing stuff sitting every day and it wasn't designed to really do this and so it, it, it makes you aware of your lifestyle if you take your yoga practice off the mat some people don't some people get caught up in like the religious ritualistic aspect of just doing postures and doing the breath work and meditating, but they never really see, take the practice off their mat and integrate what their body is teaching them off their mat. But the idea is that you're making space for the energetic flow of the divine. So when your body is locked up in different places or imbalanced, you're out of alignment with the divine. And that's how we, and that's how we're able to channel like knowledge that we don't have is from a place that comes, it comes from within us, but we also have to channel something greater than ourselves to understand something that we don't know. And a lot of times it's not even about things that we don't know, it's kind of reawakening those things. So you learn those things through your body. If you're constantly also distracted by just physical ailments in the body, it's hard to think on deeper thoughts 
Um, if you're hungry or if you're constantly in pain, even though the body is literally sending you signals that you're out of alignment, but if you can't get past you know, the survival, the root chakra, then you won't be able to channel those higher thoughts. Um, and that's important because if not, you get caught in very mundane living where you can't get past habits that you would like to overcome. So like having great sex is great and being liberated, but if you can't have a relationship and sustain it, if you can't have a job where you have a job you hate and you can't get out of it and you don't know why, if you can't have a good relationship with your parents or your um, children, um, if you can't make your, if you can't um, pay your bills, um, then it doesn't, I mean, it's not a well-rounded life. So um, yoga kind of helps you bring awareness to, to all areas, you know, through your body. And it's really hard to explain unless you practice, but um, it's magical in that sense that it brings awareness to your lifestyle and your patterns, um, especially your womb. When you, if you can get to a place, like I said, I was led to Tantra because I was trying to heal my hips which what happened is I was just super tight and super imbalanced. And, and as I started to lock the muscles, I started to unlock energy as well. Anybody know this, if you do some type of really deep stretch, especially if it has anything to do with your hips or your lower body or those larger muscle groups and you stretch, you might start crying. <laughs> you know, it brings, an emo it brings an emotional awareness to you like, what the, why does this hurt so much? Or if you've been and you've had a massage and somebody unlocks your shoulders and you're like, oh my God, like I, because you're holding tension in the body and that body, it, your body is telling, the tension is telling you something about your lifestyle that is just not, is out of alignment with the natural flow of life and the natural flow of the divine. Mm, so powerful. <laughs> Are you ready for a career that lights you up, helps you serve humanity and assist in a global shift around sex, love and relating? Did you know that sexuality development is one of the fastest growing industries right now? The Institute of New Paradigm Intimacy is a course in cutting edge sexual wellness education, business and leadership. Utilizing the self-pleasure modality created by Victoria Redbard, to have clients access freedom and connection in all areas of life. If you're feeling the pull to explore more, head to victoriaredbard.com forward slash podcast. There's <sighs> so many places that I want to take this now. Mm. There's a bit of an understanding that I feel for people around you know, the, the, the sexuality that exists almost without God, you know, and, and, and this experience of um, what I really loved about what you just shared was this ability that of what happens when we move with sexuality with God, it's almost like we're able to move out of survival. And something that I speak of um, with the work that I do around self-pleasure is that, um, you know, self-pleasure to me is the different from masturbation in the ways that when we masturbate, we... Um, you know, work with the body with, um, you know, friction-based touch to create orgasm, pleasure, arousal. And when we self-pleasure, it's almost like we're being with the body over the mind. So we're coming to be with the body and using our intuition and it's guiding us to like open up the body in whatever way it wants to be opened in that, in that moment. 
And there's a powerful um, experience that I think when we start to see the, the difference in, inside of what happens. And for me, and what, how I share this with people is like, even if you just move from masturbation to self-pleasure, what you're going to create is more clarity to make decisions in your life. You know, that's like the baseline of what you get. <laughs> and I feel like the, you know, the, the journey of that is that experience from like the clarity into receiving more and more wisdom into you know feeling that connection to the oneness to everything to realizing there's no separation between you and you know everything that's happening in the world and you know for me that's one of the you know i think this is where that blend starts to happen when we move from sort of that masturbation just like okay i'm just going to have pleasure and i'm going to have an orgasm it's going to be goal orientated into what happens in my body when i let go of the concept that is even about an orgasm and often what happens in that is that there's more, you know, more profound orgasms, more profound pleasure, you know, more profound arousal because we've completely shifted the way that we experience our body. And for me, I think that's very similar to what you're speaking of is like when we move from sexuality into sexuality with spirituality, there's something that majorly shifts. So I just wonder if you want to speak to any experiences you've had with that or a client's experiences that you've seen. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to Tantra, being a science, like when we think of science, we think about like chemistry and formulas and calculations and research. Well, when it comes to sexual alchemy, even if you research Taoism, like they didn't study sexual energy or um, self-cultivation practices like what you're talking about because they wanted to experience more pleasure and more orgasm, they did it for health reasons. It's like, this is a very powerful energy. We want to stay youthful. We want to be able to live long. And we see that there is a lot to learn from sexual energy and what it can do because it literally creates children. So we need to understand this energy better and how to better um, use it. Because if not, it can be very destructive and disruptive. And so Tantra is a science of alchemy. And so, you know, when you integrate the body, the chemistry of the body, hormones, um, you know, neurological um, things that go off in the brain. You know, when you have an orgasm, it stimulates every cell in the brain, different hormones go off. That you can literally work on um, releasing tension in the body and expanding, you know, through, through activation of different processes that are going on in the body because you have so much that goes on um, when you orgasm or when you have climaxes, um, the body is <laughs> triggered to do so many things. And if you can add mantras, if you can add breath work, if you can add intentions because the mind is so powerful. So like you can completely like release the mind and allow the body to do whatever it wants to. But the idea with the, um, with the um, concepts of Tantra is that when you can take scriptures and science um, and say, oh, when I make this sound, it aligns with this hormone in the body and this opens up my brain in this way, you can literally expand your thoughts and channel different things. And it seems like it's magic, but it's not. I've done yoni breathing and I've done tantric rituals and my dreams have gotten more vivid. I was able to see things that were about to happen, you know, um, that I didn't, that I didn't, that hadn't happened yet. Um, I've also saw, I've, I've also through tantric ritual, we call flower, flowering peach ritual, have seen the serpent in the, um, in the middle of my third eye, which does look like a double helix, like all the symbols that, you know, is in, 
you know, um, in these ancient teachings, like they really do exist and they come up and that's why you see them in, in you know, uh, repeated through history in different cultures, um, the flower of life and all those things really do exist and they come up from your subconsciousness and when you can stimulate um, your, your sexual center in different ways, then it's very scientific. So, um, so yeah, I've had all kinds of interesting supernatural experiences by using, you know, um, specific rituals that are based in science. And that's yoga, yogic science and tantric philosophy and some of it's Taoism. Like in Taoism, you have um, the meditation called microcosmic orbit, where you work on after you've gathered the sexual energy or stirred it up or stimulated it. So we have all this sexual energy, right? When we climax and we're all excited and have our juices flowing, where does that energy go? If you don't store it, if you don't store it, it is literally physically released and you lose it. Like I know some people have seen people who have had a lot of sex and it shows, you know, on their face mm -hmm. and in their bodies. Um, and then you have people who really enjoy sex and it seems to, and they seem to be bright and youthful and young. And it's because they're using their sexual energy in, in two different ways. So when you're more intentional about who you're with and how you access it and how you use it, it literally can rejuvenate every cell in your body because it's the same energy that creates children. You know, like we know that the, the egg and the sperm come together and magically kind of create an ovum, but there's energy there as well. You know, it's, it's kind of magic, right? But that same energy can be used to rejuvenate ourselves. That's why people practice semen retention and why athletes are told don't, especially male athletes, don't go masturbating or having a whole bunch of sex before this game because you lose too much energy because that's what you use also to drive and run and be at your highest level because you lose testosterone and all types of the hormones when you release that energy. So the microcosmic orbit meditation, it teaches how to store the energy and then circulate it running throughout the body. And um, it literally not only makes you stronger and more vibrant, but it also expands your mind because you're stimulating your mind as well and your brain. So, yeah. So powerful. Love it. I would love to hear um, for our listeners, like, you know, if they are wanting to bring more tantric practices into their sexuality, um, what is it, what was your, like, what would be a takeaway that they can take into the bedroom to bring more spirituality into their sex? What I have found, especially like with younger people is just intimacy. Like um, people seem to be very closed off. And um, I think the first thing, like you were talking about self-pleasure, I know people wanna bring stuff into the bedroom, but you really need to be intentional about your own life and, and think about what it is you want um, what are your ideas around sex? What do you think an orgasm is? You know, what, how do you look at sex? What, what would, how, how do you even, have you ever thought that there could be an, an integration of sexuality and spiritual? I feel like reflect on that and take that into like a self-cultivating practice, like self-pleasure practice and understand your body, understand your thoughts, understand what it is that you are and having intimacy with yourself. And then when, you, when you're going into the bedroom, simple practices like eye gazing, 
learning how to talk to each other, you know, holding each other, um, asking questions about like how you how you grew up thinking about sex and learning about sex with your partner and like kind of opening up and figuring out, you know, where each other's minds are and the sacredness of sexual and your thoughts, because that creates intimacy, conversation and, and slowing things down and, and looking to really understand people's deep thoughts on their own sexuality and kind of understanding your own, I think sets the groundwork to um, start to make sex more sacred and, and more tantric. Because a lot of people are like, you have tantric sex all the time? I'm like, yeah, because that's who I am. Like it, it, the goal is always to be really intentional and have intimacy and have something divine going on. So, and what I've found about practicing tantra and bringing it to the bedroom or whatever, is that it's more intuitive, you know? It's, it's more in seeking something that's divine and when I think of the divine I often think of my ancestors and God and healing and things like that but for somebody else it might just need to connect deeply with someone you know and to be um, a gift for someone and be open to to receiving the gift that somebody has for you without being super close off because you are divine and so is the person that you are with and really seeking to feel that and connect with that by opening up and creating intimacy. Beautiful. I love that. Wow. Thank you so much. It's been really insightful. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people can really feel, you know, that bridge between sexuality and spirituality and how much power and potency there is to explore that. So thank you for bringing us your wisdom today. Super grateful. Is there anything you'd love to share before we close off today? Yeah. So I, We'll be starting a Tantra yoga class um, this Wednesday, because no, what, November 11th at 6 p.m. It's gonna be a Zoom class, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can sign up for that on crystaltantricyogi.com. And I also have a 21-day uh, sensual healing empowerment course for women that starts January 4th, I think, through the 24th. And you can sign up for that on crystaltantricyogi.com. The yoga class is going to be just kind of a regular vinyasa class with some tantra concepts and kind of my sassy down to earth energy. I, I think I'm going to make the theme for Wednesday's class, are you running away from your pussy? And so we'll probably do like some hip thrusts and some breathing exercises along with some hip openers. And then, but that class is for men and women. Um, and then also with the Central Empowerment 21 Day Healing Program, what I find, what I find, like you said, is that people, you know, you really, they really need a lot of time to develop and it takes 21 days to kind of develop a habit. So we want to really start to give women um, a time to invest in healing their sensuality through Tantra practices. We'll also do yoga and we'll also have a sister circle and three days a week and then I give them homework in between those days um so that's what the 21 day healing program will be amazing that sounds so fun <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for coming on today and um, yeah I look forward to seeing all those offerings yeah, thank you so much for having me